This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay, what is up, you guys? And welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. And you guys, it's been a while since I did an episode, but I am back and I have a guest with me. Like, I feel like that's been the biggest thing. And, you know, I got a guest. I'm excited. First of all, I'm excited for this. Wait, got to fix my headphones. Sorry, y'all. Technical difficulties. But I'm excited for this week's guest because we literally were having this conversation this past weekend. So that's why this conversation is even more hilarious and on point. Um, But I have a Layla with me. Layla, do you want to give a quick introduction? Hey, I'm Layla. I feel like I never know what to say in introductions. Like, hey, like I'm 27 years old in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> like a shout out. <laughs> Literally, that's all it is. And even then, it's so funny the way you did it, because like that's how they do it on the shows that we're going to talk about today. But you guys, Layla is one of my dear friends. We've known each other forever. And again, we're always having these random ass conversations about different things. So I thought, you know, we really have to record one of these conversations. But I have Layla on today to discuss with me dating shows. And by dating shows, I mean like reality dating um, shows. You know, we've seen a surge in popularity of them over the last few years. I feel like everywhere you turn, there's a new sort of dating show. Um, it's some sort of new like reality TV, social experiment sort of thing. And me personally, I don't, I feel like I get too invested in characters' lives. So for these to be real people, I don't like that. So I can't get invested into their lives. Like I need a fake ass family, a fake ass couple to feel thoroughly invested. Whereas real people, I'm like way too messy, way too complicated. No, ew. Mm-mm. I feel you on that. Honestly, though all the dating shows, like how they've been popping up and how like dating has changed culturally, at least within our generation, it feels like a social experiment. It is. Yes, but (laughs) it does feel like a social experiment. (laughs) It's just to me, it feels like a social experiment, but then it's also, I don't know, I get secondhand embarrassment. So watching things like this just kind of pains me in a certain way. But you guys, we're going to get all into that. Um, Starting off with the first segment of the show, we have fed up or f***ed up. So for any new listeners, you know, this is an opportunity for you guys to get my, to get to know my guests better. Because what better way to learn about somebody than what gets on their nerves? So I can definitely say my fed up or fucked up is, you know, I really want to bring back naps and taking breaks. Um, Fall is a time for hibernation for me. And I want to get back into that. Like, I have been waking up and looking at my phone, like the temperature here in the Midwest. And it's literally like, okay, 57, 58, 46. I'm like, uh, wait a minute. We jumped right the fuck into fall. I was not prepared for this. So even now I'm trying to set up like my fall activity. So I won't be a depressed bitch in the house because I hate the fall. Like I will literally just sleep all day and I do shit else. I promise you. 
every time you're like I hate fall like I it takes me for like a loop like time slows down a little bit like because it's cold it is an adjustment and the Midwest has taken us for like a doozy but it's like <laughs> it I, I kind of look forward to it maybe it's like flannels and pumpkin spice lattes like, <laughs> like I just get to shamelessly be basic and I'm like thank mm-hmm. you <laughs> now, I can say the thing that's crazy, I feel like about every time I'm like, Ugh, I don't like the fall. Like I've lived in the Midwest most of my life. So even that, it's not like it's anything I'm not used to. I'm not a transplant. But even then, I'm just like, I don't like the fall, traveling during the fall. Like you got to take coats. Why the fuck am I packing a coat? Like <laughs> you're supposed to bring one coat and wear it the whole time. <laughs> No, I don't want to do that. No, I need looks. And I feel like with fall, like you just have to bring more. It's so much shit to carry. Summer, like high girl all summer, cute outfits. You know, you can do throw it on and go in the wintertime. Like I have to really think about my outfits. I have to like, even now, because like, okay, there is that meme that's perfect. Where it's like, wear what you, if if you wear what you really want to wear, in the morning during fall, you're going to be sweating by the afternoon. No doubt. That is so true. Like, how am I going to be a bad bitch if I am, if I'm functioning in two different climates? No. You have to either suffer in the morning or suffer in the evening. Like, <laughs> I get the fall slander now. <laughs> because like, there's no in between. It's like you dress in layers, you're yeah. fine in the morning. And then you're like taking off all your layers by like three o'clock. You oh can't my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, but you know what? I can say one thing I do like, I like the fall foliage. Like when you drive through areas where it's parks and trees, like that part is gorgeous, but it's like, damn, in St. Louis, we only go have that for like a week. Then it's yeah. fucking snowing or ice or some crazy shit. Like outside and it's one day, one day and the leaves are absolutely stunning. Everything is beautiful. And the next day, no leaves all on the ground done. And you're like, wait. I didn't get to enjoy it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I feel like this time last year, I was out a lot more. So I really did see fall. But this year I'm like, girl, we got to prepare ourselves. Like I even feel my sinuses starting to change with the weather. I'm definitely bad bitches do have allergies. You guys, that (laughs) is true. Um, And unfortunately I suffer from allergies like every year. This is so gross. I'm pretty sure I get a fucking sinus infection. Oh, brutal. Yeah, no, we gotta, we gotta stop that. We gotta stop it. I need like a Chinese medicine doctor, like a throat ears or whatever doctor. Like I need to go to an allergen or somebody specifically because I, I am not one of God's strongest soldiers. I cannot defeat allergies. (laughs) Nobody can. I listen. We should make this a PSA right now. If anyone has the like defeated allergies, please let us know. Yes, please. I've been popping Benadryl like candy and then I have to drink coffee to counteract it. And I'm just like, I'm not myself. I'm not me. (laughs) I'm not me. Then I got to use other stuff. Even now I'm like, okay, look, you were off using your humidifier for a while, Sydney. We got to bring it the fuck back. Like we got to crack. We have to crank it up into high gear like I'm about to buy the vapor rubs packs put them in there because I I need you I need my air clear oh and then put the vapor that would actually be kind of nice I haven't tried that but you said "Mm -hmm." I need it (laughs) 
I just feel it coming back and I, I can't deal with it. But enough about me, Layla. What's your fed up or fucked up? Whew. Honestly, meetings at 9 a.m. I'm sorry. I hope my job doesn't see this. <laughs> meetings at 9 a.m. Um, maybe, maybe like a 10 30, 11. You know, kind of getting this thing. I've made my coffee, my caffeine is kicked in, it's pumping through my blood. I'm a little bit more friendlier. That I actually have a lot of um, fed up or fucked up things, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but no, that's a very strong contender because, like, I definitely agree. Any meeting before literally 9 30 10, illegal. It should There's be no way. Like, what do you have to say before? 10 o'clock that is that important we cannot email about this even the email we just need like that first 30 minutes of work (laughs) first 30 minutes of work I get in I like (laughs) mentally prepare myself and I'm like okay time to answer y'all Layla and I are going to open a corporation and we're going to make it illegal to be an employee and start a meeting before 9 30 you're getting written up (laughs) like dedicating corporate time to everybody spending 45 minutes with themselves like okay I'm literally nah that's a good ass practice if you start a business like okay everybody 45 minute meditation in the morning let's all shut up everybody shut up (laughs) you know how look Iroh agrees he agrees (laughs) because like you know how much you go through mentally just waking up like did you get a good night's rest is there other things you're worried about like it'd be a lot going on when you first wake up in the morning first wake up and then you get there it's like Sunday scaries all over again (laughs) every single day (laughs) yeah I don't know it's just it's not my favorite and I don't ever feel like it's necessary I feel like my body and my mind are separated during the meeting and then I have to come back down and be like okay okay for sure for sure (laughs) and even then sometimes like I don't know when I do wake up early and I have free time before those meetings like sometimes I will take advantage of it but then other times it's literally me just gathering my thoughts like okay I have this to do today blah 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 blah. I'm looking at my planner thinking about other stuff like I need just a moment to decompress and even now I've been trying to do better and not like pick up my phone when I first wake up which is helpful just in general, I feel like I'm not overwhelming myself with as much information, but it's still, it's still that impending doom of I've, I have to pick up my phone eventually. <laughs> Do you feel like that makes it better or worse? Like saving that time. And like you said, like, like that's what it feels it like. It definitely, no, it definitely makes it better. Cause there was a period of time, like pre COVID, I used to do really good at it. Cause I think it was driving to like further to work oh my gosh, like I'm just in a car. I'm not looking at my phone. Like I did that for a while. Like literally I'm not looking at my phone for like the first hour when I wake up Mm -hmm. and it felt magical. (laughs) Just in your own world. Like (laughs) literally like, I don't know nothing that's going on. Then I'm not turning on the radio, baby. I'm just turning on Spotify and we bopping out. Like we are heading out. We are on our way. Nothing can stop us. I love that. Cause you know, sometimes do you ever get like very jarring messages and you're just like, wait, I was just trying to chill the fuck out. Like, what is this? Honestly, I do. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put my phone on. Do not disturb. I don't even need that energy. Like, no, I should be so clueless and in my own world that should not be invited until much later in the day. 
he's in a mood but yeah <laughs> says uh you guys anywho <laughs> another guest third guest love that yeah he's definitely gonna give his opinions and thoughts on things as we go so as he should and you guys okay moving on to the main segment of the show which is the make it make sense segment but you guys we are going to be talking about dating shows like I feel like dating shows in themselves people who enjoy dating shows should be studied I feel like I don't know it's like some parts of them I find interesting and then other parts I don't like you have to have a, a certain brain cell to really want to go through with watching one I mean if you want to be on a dating show you're definitely a different breed I may be scared of you like <laughs> definitely terrified because why would you force yourself to be in a house full of strangers thinking you're gonna find your soulmate for the next eight to like 12 weeks literally it's like a certain level of like optimism that is like kind of concerning but also like you can't stop watching (laughs) what they say like a train wreck like a train wreck (laughs) waiting to happen you just watching it but you know what interestingly enough you guys you know me Whenever I get interested in something or I'm just like goofing around, I'm going to look up some articles. I'm going to just keep reading about it. But dating shows have like an interesting history. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you know, but like one of the first major like U.S. dating shows was Who Wants to Marry a Multi-Millionaire, which originated at a wedding attended by a TV producer who was thinking about how he can replicate the success of um rival networks abc's who wants to be a millionaire so he thought about it from a game show perspective like okay i can put these people on the show and kind of mash up people's two biggest anxieties which are money and dating which i can see making a lot of sense because people are people can be like insecure about money and it's always a thing of you know Am I living my best life? And to do, live your best life, you better have some coins. And then with love, Russian roulette, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So to put the two together, not going to lie, kind of brilliant. Um, And I actually like the name of the show. Like, why is Who Wants to Marry a Multimillionaire no longer on? Because... I might have now I might have signed up for it just because yeah, like, wait a minute <laughs> the money is guaranteed it's not how how to spot the millionaire it's literally who wants to marry a multi-millionaire like you're competing for that person so I might have did good like I feel like honestly that's the title of like a city girl song like who wants to marry a millionaire like come on oh my gosh I can hear it now come like oh let <laughs> NBC whoever produces let's get back to that Let, like let's bring that back up um Camp it. De- dead ass then another well-known dating show that everybody knew was The Bachelor and The Bachelor they've produced just a lot of interesting characters like the few people I've heard about or seen from The Bachelor they seem interesting and I mean it's low to me out of all the dating shows I feel like The Bachelor might be the most degrading (laughs) I don't know like it's obnoxious in a way 
I I agree with that. It's it's a lot, but it's also like there's so many like seasons to it. I'm almost like, okay. And like, spinoffs, The Bachelorette, <laughs> like The Bachelor in Paradise. Like where is where is The Bachelor not going, bro? The Bachelor on the moon landing. Like, okay, what the <laughs> fuck? They should have like a virtual one that they should have like during COVID. <laughs> the Bachelor on Zoom. Like, oh, that will piss me <laughs> off. Cause they'd definitely be under. Can everybody hear me? Like, and they're like arguing, <laughs> and they're like, "Wait, I can't. You're you're, you're muted. I can't hear you. You're muted." Brian really said during our private Zoom call that he really liked me, so I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> I would love I, so. And even now, like, I got in the breakout room, and Shane, like, his Wi-Fi went out, so like, we didn't even talk half of the meeting. Like, where are you located that you literally can't? like dial in I'm so confused I think he's ghosting me to her friends on the show (laughs) Uh, but either way the bachelor has been around for a long ass time um it's literally an 18 year franchise like it's been on since um 2002 which is ridiculous to think about and if anything um in a few articles I saw mentioning mentioning the bachelor it's actually gotten more fans over time just based on Instagram and like all of these other elements of social media, which kind of play into that dating element of you're in a house with people and you have to talk to them and be with them and date them, which is again, for me, it's crazy. And even then, like just to showcase the magnitude of The Bachelor's audience, they have around 3.4 million viewers um, with the demographic between 18 to 50 years old, which is kind of crazy. I thought it would be like 18 to 36 or 39. I can't see anybody older than 26 watching this show. Honestly, though, I feel like I can kind of see it because I feel like people who are like, really and they started it I feel like they dive into it and they watch it season after season so like you're getting a little older show's getting a little (laughs) maybe maybe there's no science behind that but I've definitely heard like older people talk about it and I've been like interesting (laughs) that is interesting I don't know like I just can't see myself getting invested in it just because it's so unrealistic and two I don't even know these people why do I care about their lives like tell me why I honestly, though, that would be an interesting study. Like, why are people so into watching dating shows? And why are people now? I think maybe there are some endorphins or something released when, like, the person somebody's like rooting for, I guess, gets what they want. But even then, that's always been confusing with me because, you know, a lot of dating shows allow audience participation. Like, you can vote. You can send text. So I've always been interested in that side of the engagement, but I don't know. It just seems so constructed. And even then, like, I, if I were to go on a dating show, I would have had to have gone on a dating show when I was like 19 or 20. I don't have the fucking energy for that, bro. I agree. And honestly, I would have to agree with both parts of that, not having the energy and doing it when you're younger. But I would feel like I would look back and be like, oh my God, burn the whole tape. Like, <laughs> take it off the internet. 
<laughs> you would be one of those dating show people where they never hear from them again and they just like what did she say on uh America's Next Top Model yeah this isn't for me I want to go home like that she was like I don't like it I just don't want to be here anymore and then she just walked off literally that would be me it would be no point I can't take the pressure <laughs> and even then like to okay so the reason I say I can do it when I was younger too when I think about it it feels more like college like living on a college campus that's what a dating show gives me um not to say people who attend my college were attractive no not that's not oh. the case but <laughs> but, <laughs> but just like being in such close proximity to people all the time who are your age group most likely you guys share some sort of demographic like some sort of interest um but yeah it just gives me college vibes you all got to eat in the same area you're technically sleeping you're partying you're drinking like you are interacting with these people 24 fucking 7 and you're supposed to be entertaining at the same time I feel like my social battery would run out and I would literally just be a like breakfast or brunch just like sitting there with my hands crossed <laughs> <laughs> like a 9 a.m meeting like absolutely not <laughs> see this is why I like reality shows that are just bullshit like at least on bad girls club you might wake up and your mattress is in the pool like I don't know <laughs> if I just need a certain level of chaos to be around that many people or what but I would not like even how they're trying to set it up, it's just a lot. Now, I did want to mention one of the greatest dating shows ever. I really feel like Flavor of Love yeah, and <laughs> everything that that show inspired changed the trajectory of dating shows. But that's the only show I can acknowledge. It maybe just because it's what Issa Rae say, like, I hope all the Black people win. I'm rooting for all the Black people. Like, that's how I could feel watching the flavor of love. It, outside of, like, the, the odd white girls that were on the show that... <laughs> Not odd. <laughs> why? Why is your name Pumpkin and you own he this named show? Them. He was like naming them. That's the crazy part to me. He was like, "Bro, Pumpkin." I was like, mm, "That's." You know what? I don't even want to say what my thoughts are with that. Like to me, maybe it's just me, but even him naming him, naming them, like, is this man looking for a wife or is he looking for a stable? Like, is this man a pimp? Because why do I have a nickname? Like. I cannot be addressed by my real name. <laughs> what? Literally, that's what it was. He was what? Flavor of love. He was like, I'm trying to find my favorite home. <laughs> that's literally what it was because there is no way on earth you nicknaming me Boots, Blondie, uh, <laughs> like a Goldie. Like, no, I'm not about to be here. I'm not doing this, but. Flavor of Love, I only feel like I respect it because it did inspire what we had to the day, which is, you know, New York. Like we have Tiffany Polo. Like there are so many classic reality show moments that we got from her. So I can't hate on it all the way. And then we got Charm School. But, oh man. But crazy enough, like flavor of love got accolades like literally time magazine rated it one of the most influential reality television shows of all time and it's season one specifically like 
I'm sure MTV was fucked up. They probably were like, wait a minute, flavor, 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 getting like, bitches really well, flavor, flavor. Okay. That's what's mind boggling, respectfully. Um, I am always surprised throughout the seasons that that many women were like, oh my God, yeah, I want to win over Flavor Flav's heart. Like, uh, what's what's going on? Bro. That needs to be studied. That needs to be the first case because he wasn't like, he didn't have like, I mean, obviously like he still had his like money, but like if it's if you're doing it for money, like he still has money, but it's also like. <sighs> have y'all seen this man? <laughs> And he would just at the end of every episode, he'd be like, flavor, flavor. <laughs> like, be for real. Yes. And he putting this big ass clock around his neck. Like, who, who, bro, flavor of love had to have started off as just like a joke. Like, yeah, we just go see where this goes. And then when it blew up, they were like, oh shit, like, this is a hit. People really want to see this. It's, it's produced so many, I feel like, just reality television show moments that are memorable. So, you know, it's always going to be in the Hall of Fame, but it's just still crazy to think about. Like, Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav, like, <laughs> I'm even thinking about the one episode, the funniest episode, I think, of Flavor of Love, which I don't even know how I remember this shit. Like, I had to be, like, eight or nine. I do not know why I remember any of this, but I promise you, when I said eight or nine, I had to be younger than that, like, six or seven. But with Flavor of Love, like, even when old girl put that chicken mash together yeah. and put it in the microwave, to serve to his mother like be fuck no that was a be fucking for real like, why still, bro and they still served it to his mom like <laughs> why am i here like look at this look at this <laughs> bro if i were to ever have a son and he'd be like hey i'm starting a dating show i need you to no i no keep me out of this this is <laughs> What kind of diabolical shit? Diabol- <laughs> not diabolical. It's crazy though, because like, I'm almost curious to know like where Flavor Flav is at today. Like, did he ever find love? Like, how's he doing? Like, what's going on, bro? You went through all that? Did you get your ring? Like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, he. I, I feel like he already had kids before he had the show. So I'm sure it was something that he was receiving that was very like beneficial in terms of the money but I don't know he probably was just like shit y'all want me on here that's cool <laughs> they just love me <laughs> I'm sorry can I say that on here <laughs> okay <laughs> flavor of love that was a whole nother beast but you know what though I can definitely say all in all I wouldn't mind him bringing back some really good like I don't know like flavor of love was different even then I tried to watch love island but the show itself like it it's interesting they have an interesting dynamic um I don't now I thought about this too when I was watching love island I said you know what a con love island is kind of cheesy but hear me out it's almost like a free vacation enticing and I said, hmm, I said, you know, two, two different sides of the spectrum. One is definitely a pro. The other is definitely a con. But I'm like, damn, what, 
what would I do for a vacation? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. especially season one, like, or wait, season three, when they're in Hawaii, I'm kind of like, I'm about to go on this excursion. I'm gonna cancel my day. <laughs> but they do that too on um, what is it? Is it Temptation Island? I've heard of the show before. I haven't watched it, but I've heard of Temptation Island as well, where they kind of send people on like an island for a few weeks and then you introduce different singles and then there are I think what Temptation Islands is is more of like couples and then they bring in singles and they're all at different stages in their relationship so Temptation Island I think is just a little bit more messy oh don't tell me that (laughs) I feel like like with Love Island it's more of like singles even Love is Blind like Love is Blind we all we're forced to watch the show while we were stuck in the house during COVID. But even with Love is Blind, um, everybody on there is single, technically. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know their past. They're sharing different things, but they're all single. Um, but I think Temptation Island is a bit messier. But even with Love is Blind, what were your initial thoughts watching the show? My initial thoughts, like, it's, it's a reality TV, like, dating show. So I was like, it's a little theatrical but I'm enjoying this um my like initial reaction is like it's such a cool concept it's like the voice but for like a dating show like you don't see them (laughs) and they just have this like initial like kind of blind reaction obviously but I feel like it's cool in concept but it also kind of takes away that like level of like I guess like first like interaction yeah almost like chemistry I feel like it's like, but it's, it's like chemistry to an extreme. Like, mm. I feel like it's one thing to meet a person. <laughs> I wrote this, anywho, my thoughts. It's uh, my part, yeah. <laughs> my thoughts. But no, seriously, with love is blind. It's like extreme chemistry because literally you can only hear this person's voice. And even then you're trying to guide the conversation. You don't know anything about this person. Whereas if maybe I'm meeting somebody and I'm getting that visual aspect, like I can take more body language cues. Are they into me? Are we not? Like that still, like physical presence is very strong for me. Like I've texted guys and tried to get to know guys over the internet, but even me personally, I'm not with the dating apps, bro. Same. It's not. I mean, like, I feel like it works for some people, but like for me, absolutely not. And I feel like people who like know me from Instagram or like anything like that, they don't know me because my personality and how, like how you said, how you react, your body language, like how you talk, like everything is so different that it's almost like you're getting like a snippet. It's like we're pen pals. Like, that's what it feels like. You know me, but you don't know me. Like, And people, oh my gosh, even I remember talking about this for like another podcast, but even with dating apps, here even in St. Louis oh my gosh I remember for a while I would just be trolling the dating apps like I said y'all seasonal depression I'd be looking for any source of entertainment not gonna front so I'm just scrolling through the dating apps purely for entertainment purposes and I forgot even what I mentioned on my profile and stuff but I'm sure I just said a lot of shit um I think one thing I said is I was like oh I have a podcast with Joe Budden I don't have a podcast with Joe Budden but (laughs) <laughs> I'm just driving conversation like I don't have shit to do I got shit to do but it's cold I want to go nowhere I need to be entertained immediately 
Um, so I'm talking to guys, having little conversations here and there, but like nothing fully enticing. But all of the white guys were like really telling me about rap music they listen to. And I'm like, you know, my favorite pastime when white people do this to me is to pretend like I have no idea what they're talking about. They'd be like, oh, you you listen to Lil Baby? I like Lil Baby. I'd be like, who's Lil Baby? <laughs> play with yourself. Don't play with me. <laughs> My now, that honestly is hilarious because I can see where the confusion would come in and they would be like, what? what do and you then mean? I'd be like, why are you talking about this? Like, tell me about it. <laughs> Bro, no, like I literally put something on my profile about like lock in young Dolph or like key lock and all the white dudes like yes, long live Dolph. I'm like, what? What is going on? Are you not listening to Tim McGraw? Like, what is going <laughs> on? White people, are you okay? They're like, why no. are you listening to Key Glock? Keep my. music segregated. No. <laughs> you gotta make stickers for that now you gotta bring something back I don't like like and they would be so serious I'm like you're really listening to rap even me there are some like rap artists I don't even listen to and it's not even like I'm friend I'm like I I like certain kinds of rap certain Mm -hmm. things are cool with me but some shit I'm like this a little too this a little too rapper (laughs) but but still I'm just like okay white people Mm -hmm. go listen to Jack Harlow not that Harlow. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, last time I I it's funny, like my Virgo twin, Sydney, uh did the same thing on dating apps. But mine, I I'm a Virgo, so I do kind of like to argue a little bit. Maybe it's just mm. maybe I'm an asshole. Maybe I just don't like maybe it's not because I'm a Virgo. But <laughs> I put in my bio last time I was on dating apps, cereal is a soup, prove me wrong. And people were just arguing and I would not let it go. <laughs> I'd be like, well, technically, if you look at it, and I just had a whole line of nonsense. He'd be like, that doesn't even make sense. And I was like, well, from my perspective, it was it was lovely because people really fought tooth and nail for something that literally holds no weight. So interesting. I can see that being a thing, but I don't know. So one of my friends, um, well, like more, well, okay. She's more of like an acquaintance. We met each other like a long, long time ago. Shout out to Destiny. She's hilarious. But she's from St. Louis and she lives in New York. And like on her close friends, she'll post like scrolling through dating apps. And when I tell you all of the shit that she posts, like people on, I'm like, okay, I thought men in the Midwest were ridiculous, but like men on the East Coast, criminals. I am fighting. Yeah, criminals, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I just feel like it might be respectfully um, and I just be like the underlining issue is just men and not a regional kind of thing. Um, I'm Definitely sure agree. The women Definitely that- agree. <laughs> East coast, South, West coast. And that's the thing about dating shows. Like you're bringing all of these people together from all of these regions, like literally sometimes even internationally, but what do you think about 90 Day Fiance? Is that a dating show? Yes, <laughs> it it's like definitely it. a dating show. But like, is it fucking ridiculous? Yes. I've watched 90 Day Fiance a few times. And the show itself is so utterly ridiculous that I don't Now, that's the kind of reality television I can get with. Like, it has to be so completely absurd that I'm like, fuck, I'm going to keep watching this. This is absolutely nuts um but 
yeah, you they really put my life on the line. Like, yeah, I ain't even met this person in person. I don't know if I could get them into the country. They got charges. Like, what? Like, I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah, they like I'm I'm going down here and taking my social security card to get to them so they can apply for a visa in their country. Like, you giving them all this personal information? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. It's so crazy though. Like. It's almost, I feel like if they don't stay together longer than a year, I feel like they need to like get offered like three free therapy because it's needed. It's necessary. And yeah, I feel a little bad, but I can't stop watching. Same, but 90 Day Fiance is crazy too. Cause it's just like, you know, some hillbilly racist on there. Michael, <laughs> like what was my name? Angela dated the Nigerian guy like that was so ridiculous because why did she take him a Trump like a Trump 2020 hat or 2016 hat it was so crazy (laughs) why are you putting this hat on this Nigerian man like grand old party who it doesn't even seem real like I mean like obviously it's not like oh but you know what I mean like who It's all utterly ridiculous, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't see personally me being open to doing a dating show, but I would say maybe they can change, but hell, I don't, I don't see it changing. Like, I'm going to just be fucking for real. I don't see it changing. I think if I got bored enough, I think I would do it just for the story. Like it'd be a cool party story. Have you Again, when I was younger Baby approached me when I was 19, like, oh, we're bringing a dating show to campus or something crazy. I might be sure. Like, even thinking about what was the old TV? Well, it's still on, right? But like real world. Oh, yeah. But most of them are like college age. They're younger. They're not, they not like, look, I didn't work 40 hours at work. I don't want to be in no, what am I supposed to do? Like, do y'all motherfuckers have interests or hobbies? We just in this house with each other. Yeah, I'm like, does anyone want to play um, Uno with me? <laughs> like, I just bring my cars. <laughs> y'all see <laughs> You just out playing solitary with yourself in the middle of the house. Like, yeah, I'm like, I won again, guys. <laughs> they like, are you coming to dinner with us? Are you coming to the pool? Like, actually, I'm playing Sims 4. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, can you pick me up something and bring it back? <laughs> Yeah, but I changed my mind. I think I would do it at this point just for funsies. Like, interesting. Maybe interesting. they'll get an show. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, like, if I could do a dating show and then it's spin off into like my own television show, yeah. Like, I love New York, sure. I wouldn't be dating anybody. I'd just be a messy bitch interviewing people. That's it. But uh, <laughs> if we got my own show, sure, why not? What do you say? You thinking small. You be thinking big. Get your own show out there. Network, bitch. I need a network. Come on. Come through. We need to be thinking big, bitch. (laughs) You think it's small. (laughs) OMG. But I think that's been it, you know, for what we got to say about our kind of takes on dating shows. If you guys have any other takes, feel free to share them with us um, once the episode is out. But you guys moving on to the final segment of the show we have the make it make sense segment so you guys 
not sure if you saw this, but I kind of saw this and thought this was hilarious. Um, and this is for like I said before, the last segment of the show, you are drove where we dedicated to somebody who thought it was going to work out in their favor and it does not. But okay, a woman was sentenced to prison for faking her own kidnapping to be with ex-boyfriend. I thought it was fitting for this episode. <laughs> yes a woman faked her own kidnapping to be back with her ex um so obviously i thought it would be florida it's not it's california which i'm almost not shocked by just because california is such a huge fucking state but a california woman has been sentenced to prison in connection with faking her own kidnapping um 39 year old sherry pompey who in april agreed to a plea deal in the case was sentenced on monday to 18 months in prison followed by a 36 month period of supervised release so that's literally like four years in total one year in prison and then like three years of supervised release and she also must pay three hundred thousand dollars in restitution so basically (laughs) so wait even in terms of her lying about being kidnapped she also has to pay that restitution because she lied to the california victim compensation board and the social security administration about having ptsd from the made-up kidnapping i honestly like i said i want her to have her own dating show because i need to understand on like a different level like how how her mind works because you are mad (laughs) mad not only did you lie about being kidnapped but (laughs) you said it came (laughs) she was like i'm committed to the story i'm going with it i'm not letting it go that is utterly fucking ridiculous like that is crazy why would you as a human being she had to have been delusional like Oh my God. And even then she was charged also with 34 counts of mail fraud, um, a single count of making no, statements. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my gosh. Even then she, okay. So crazy enough, this happened a while ago. So this was in late 2016 and she was reported missing, prompted by a number of searches, both in California and elsewhere. Less than a month later, she resurfaced with later proven to be false claim of having been kidnapped. And she said she was kidnapped by two Hispanic women at gunpoint. Um, She's also showed injuries that she said were from a kidnapped, from non-existent individuals. So she might have beat herself up as well. That's crazy, bro. That's mind boggling. I want to know where the ex is too. Like, how are you doing, man? Like, that's kind of scary. Like, I'd be like, you're a psycho. Even then, they said, like, she started communication with her ex at the alleged time of her kidnapping and did so using her work phone and burners. <laughs> like, I got to crank it up. <laughs> I got to get some sympathy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she said she was being held. Wait, 
it said even then she was being he kept saying she was being held against her will and she was actually staying with the ex who picked her up in a rental car and taking her to his residence in Costa Mesa. They're going to hell. <laughs> oh my god. That is some crazy shit. Like you what in the gone girl? Like, bro, people really be it's doing worse this shit. Than gone girl. I mean, I mean, nobody died, but like still. <laughs> How do you lie like this? I feel like people who can stick to stories like this and be that delusional. Get my girl an Academy Award because what <laughs> commitment? <laughs> she was like, I'm going to play this role. I'm going to do great. <laughs> Oscar worthy. Like, honestly, she should have gave Holly Berry speech in court. Mm-hmm. Like, when Holly Berry won her Oscar. <laughs> She's like, ah. <laughs> uh, you guys, this has been the biggest role of my life. Like, literally, there's no other way. Because if I imagine being a judge in court and they tell you, like, this is the next case. I Like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm dealing with murderers, killers, robbers, and drug dealers. And y'all bring me this lady who said she was kidnapped. Just to be with her ex. That's wild. Like. I hope I'm never that much in love to. Oh, fuck no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Is it love or is she crazy? We don't know. (laughs) I don't even feel like that's a level of crazy. Like, that is a level of delusion. Like, like, it's one thing if you're playing a television show character where you do some shit like this, but to be a human and not think, like, I'm not going to go to jail. Like that should be enough to scare you. Like <laughs> they gave her all this these counts. You got fucking mail fraud. You got kidnapping. You got lying to the police. Like that's a lot of shit. Really could have just stopped at lying to the police, but she had to just take it a step further with the mail fraud. And then like like like, are you serious? You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to take that right. You could have been like, I'm stronger because of it. And I have my man back. But instead, she's like, yeah, I'm going to lie. And male, like, are you are you serious? She's, the police showed up. Did this happen? Yep, it sure did. I will give my statement. Like, bitch, you got burners in the trunk. This makes no sense. It's 2022. Cool. Burners don't do shit. You're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> You're going You're going to jail. What what did Kia say on her TV show? What did she say? Electric chair. Like literally how <laughs> electric chair. Like it's no fucking way. You, <laughs> you can do some shit like this and get away with it. Oh man, people are fucking crazy. I'm over it. But you guys, that's it for this week's episode. It was amazing having Alayla and talking all about dating shows and just people doing some crazy shit for love. I don't think. I don't think it could be me. I pray that it's never me, you know? Yes. And I pray that it's never you guys, the listeners. You know, you got a lot to look forward to in life. Meet your people out in public. Um, and then you guys can take a vacation together. Do not do that on a TV show for eight to 13 weeks because I just don't see it paying off. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But that's it, you guys. Tune in next week. Ciao. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.